support now. Okay, let's, let's go, let's dive in. So I'm inspired to do this, to hold this work talk and to, to deliver it and be with you in this because there's something in me that I noticed that I, although I've gone through initiation rites of passage, especially with this context of possibility management, I can still, like I have noticed that I can still get trapped into this, into this state of expecting from the outside something like that it will be delivered to me or waiting for my rescuer to appear on his white horse with his shining armor. Um, and that's quite an old part of me. But I, there's a time for everything. There's a time to be princess and there's a time to be queen as, as you all know, I assume, because you're here, you're ready. So there's this time to be princess when, when we're little, right? When, when we're small, like who of you had a, a father that they looked up to and, and were like trying to please? Yeah. Yep. Thank you. And that's what happens with a lot of girls, right? Like we grow up and the first person, male figure we really orient towards is our dad. And then we employ these strategies to be, to be nice and to have a certain way of talking, like looking like with our eyes, doing things with our eyes. We all might have a slightly different strategy or looking, like looking from down below up to, to that man or to this person. And also, but that could also be any other authority figure. Like it, it's so ingrained after a while. And that princess state includes that as a princess, I'm, I'm not taking responsibility. As a princess, I'm, I, I have this really this voucher, this free ride ticket to be the victim of my circumstances, to, to blame others for what happens to me. And that can be very, like this can be subtle. I mean, we'll, we'll all be on a different, on a different part of our journey, but it can be where we're angry at society for what they're doing, like blaming the society at large, blaming modern culture, blaming men, blaming our boss, blaming our colleagues. And, and that's, that's free ticket. When I'm a princess, I can blame others and expect them to deliver to me whatever I want. And, and the, the, the thing I noticed about being a princess as well as wanting not only wanting them to do what I want, but wanting them to read my mind about what I want, especially in relationship with men. So with the princess thing is there's nothing wrong with it, but there comes a time in our lives where it just doesn't serve us because what we're born with is this innate power. I call it sovereign power. And what I mean with that is not the power of a monarch in our culture, what I, like a monarch would be, you know, like Queen Elizabeth that reigns from her throne and has these subjects. And a subject is basically like, like a subject, what's a subject? That's something she owns basically, right? Or she owns land, she owns like a monarch that owns land, that owns subjects, that owns people, and thereby has this power over. What I mean is this power from within, and that is like, if you look at little babies, it's there already. It's nothing that is connected to age, it's nothing that is connected to gender, it's nothing that is connected to anything material, material necessarily, it's really this innate power that's within us. And, and like as a baby, they already know when they're hungry, they already know 
when they're when they're not happy with something they'll just scream your your ears off for that right and all they need to learn is how to, to be like how to get along how to like survive in material ways in this world but so that's the innate power that i'm talking about it's like our power to know what's to know from within what's what's alive what's what's actually right for me what's wrong for me uh, what's what is it that i need what is it that i not only need what is it that i want and how am i going to get it like what which actions do i need to take so that i can go and get it and that that sovereignty i mean it's i was i was tuning into this and i was thinking well that's actually really big it gets really big it's like there's different stages and and becoming a queen from the princess stage is is this process of growing up right so those of you i think five of you you all have done possibility management trainings before right i know this from Susanna and amba and vivian how about you annika you as well right yeah i did the online expander box just you did the this online fall. okay yeah. cool and pauline you haven't been in no the, i haven't okay, any so. of those so if you have any questions please jump in and ask there will be a okay. few words that you don't you might not be able okay, to sure. So there's this growing up process where we reclaim our feelings and we learn to, to feel again. And, and when it becomes like, when I look at that, it's, it starts with myself, but the more I, and like, the more I strengthen those muscles, the more I, I give mass to this authority in me, the, the more radical it gets. Like, um, as I was tuning in, I was thinking, well, at the end of the day, it's like, how do I how do I live in a society? How do I live in a culture? And what does it mean that I still pay taxes when I think the state is actually financing all sorts of things that I don't want it to finance? So how like my reclaiming my authority means also to to step into this yeah queendom of myself and to create how do I want to live? Like how do I really want to live? Like looking at the horizon. How do I really want to live and what kind of culture am I creating so that it's in tune with my being? Yeah. Vivian, do you have a question? No. Oh. So what most of you then will know or have, have experienced as well to certain extents is that I, one major resource that we're sitting on as part of our authority or as an expression of our authority is our feelings. So with the anger energy, I can, I can stand up. I've, I brought my sword because as a queen, I need my sword, right? I don't have just a crown. I also have my sword. And with that sword, I can declare what is. I can declare what is not. I can say yes. I can say no. And that's, yeah, and that's, that's so key as I notice how there's certain situations where still today I, I've, I struggle saying no simply because it's a certain, there seems to be a certain agreement in the space that I, if I'm not detecting it early enough, then I notice I'm, I'm trying to please. So I, it's, it's a manipulation game. It's the princess game of trying to please the others so that I get, that they get what they want. And then in turn, I get what I want. So it's like this unspoken game of, we won't harm each other. And, but we also won't tell each other what we really want. And then we'll have to figure it out by us, like with each other. And, and, and would do this dance that wastes so much energy. So the anger, like harnessing that power of anger, like 
really bringing that warrior warrioress alive is is key in order to be able to hold the sovereign power like to step into that fullness of the power and then the fear has that capacity of of going into the unknown and creating something that hasn't been before and the and the, the sadness for the connection so being able to connect with with you all and and to connect with the land but what i find like what i find most interesting in this in this queen character in this queen archetype or in this queen yeah in this queen archetype is the joy how do i relate to the joy how can i harness the joy and how do i use that for to bring forth my sovereign power because what essentially happens and and that's what came up I, I related that to what we talked about amber and Giuseppe in our call on friday is that this capacity especially as women to connect with joy like that's something that's been, you called it ecstasy, but I mean, that's, that's joy, essentially. And that joy is, it's such a potent life force. The joy is what can drive us and make us create something that hasn't been here before, because we can envision it. Like with the joy, we can, we can dream things into life. We can dream things into being. We can, we can, and, and in processes as well, we can we can call them forth. We can call them out, and, and call them into being. Mm -hmm. And that's so powerful that that is what makes essentially the 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 archetype of the queen. And when I, so joy is something that's been severed, right? I, I've been in this workshop from a Maori woman who said the colonization started not just when white people invented New Zealand. The colonization started when women were cut off from their joy, from their from their strength. And there has been this, there's this really um, sometimes very obvious and sometimes very subtle thing about, you know, joy is a good thing and so on, but it's, it's really a mind fuck because we're being told verbally joy is a good thing. And then when we're expressing joy fully, it's this thing about, well, you're too happy, something's wrong with you. That's really suspicious that you're so happy. And you're not professional. If you're like, I've heard that in New Zealand a few times, if, you work, if, you, if you're laughing too much at work, you're not working hard enough. I mean, what kind of a mindfuck does that create when at the same time I'm being told joy is okay? Be happy, be happy. You're, being, you're supposed to be happy, but if you're happy, then it's too much. Like this really get your head around that. And that's just one example of those contradictory messages out there. But reclaiming our sovereignty includes the joy for sure. And, and it's, I'm coming to believe that it's really the, one of the most important forces. And, there's, and I've heard a few women also in the PM context say, yes, so possibility management. Um, yes, but I don't know where to find my joy. Where is my joy? Do you, do you know that? sensation or that that impression that you don't know what yeah yeah just yesterday i held a, a, a process space for a woman who said i don't even know what joy is real joy beyond this conventional we call it gremlin joy which is like too loud too hard forced joy and yeah. this makes me very sad makes you sad that 
Yeah. And I'm really curious what you are going to Mm. you found out yeah yeah that's the thing like how do you like how do you how did what kind of joys do you know from your own lives I'd be, I'd be curious to hear that like what's your experience with joy if you want to share a bit about that what does joy feel like for you I think I rather continue something, some distinction. Okay. So we talked about this uh, gremlin joy, which is the the joy which comes out of a survival context, which is loud, kind of Schadenfreude, um, and which sometimes need an outer outer stimulus to be ignited, and. <clears throat> like going on a roller coaster and then you shout and this kind of joy or bungee jumping joy or so. And then there is the inner joy, which I know, which is much more subtle and which is kind of a permanent, uh, permanent stream or a permanent light in my life. Like, a, yeah, a small, and it's, there like a permanent stream of joy going through every movement. Yeah, thank you for that distinction. Thank you. Yeah, um, I, I maybe have uh, something to share. Yes, go Pauline. Um, I, I felt very confused about uh, what is joy for me for a very, very long time. As um, when I was young um, and I started to wondering my identity and how I look like and uh, handle the changes of my body and everything. And I tried to look pretty for myself, but actually I tried also to be pretty in general. And you, I felt happy how I looked, but the result was... Um, some boys or some men in the street would have some comment, make some comment about how I look or how I am and everything. So all that joy I could have of being happy of how I am or how I look always was somehow um, smashed down by a disrespectful uh, look or a comment uh, coming from men or women. Uh, so, yeah, I had some um, trouble with this and the same at school, like you have good results. I had good results, but it's not a good thing to celebrate because uh, you can't be better than your friends or uh, it looks like you just want to please the teacher or, you know, so I couldn't really celebrate and because I had better results than my brother at that time, I couldn't even share really that in my family so I tend to reduce my capacity in many ways and school have been a long process of yeah <laughs> bit a bit hard time and I remember even at the final diploma I couldn't even feel the joy to celebrate that because yeah that's the best thing in my life that it school stops, I would say, 
but I even didn't find the joy in it just to feel like that's that's finished and that's really later on later um, years later when I've been able to travel to to exactly shape my life exactly how I wanted I started to feel joy in the power I had to remember that I am not a kid anymore I am not a child anymore and I can make my own decision and I can stop whenever I want and I can go wherever I want so that's how I feel the joy and I need to connect to this uh, to feel me <laughs> to feel mm -hmm. real so that's how I rely to to joy somehow yeah thank you for sharing that it relates so much to this like for me when I what I hear is like you used to give your like what we say is give your center to the others like you would feel something or express something and then you'd screen the others or you'd get a reaction and that reaction would impact you or would have impacted you which yeah. you know which which we've all done because you know as human beings we are herd animals and, and when we're especially when we're young we need others to survive or we, yeah in some some real ways and in some imagined in that process really yeah yeah, yeah, no, that's, I totally, totally understand that. And it can totally shape your, um, your future, like totally your potential. I've done some art studies and I really have the feeling that I used to draw better uh, before I start, I started the study than after, because I felt like I've put really my heart into it. I've put my um, part of me and I was judged on that. I, or actually, I couldn't, at that time, I couldn't make the difference, but I was really like full on into it. And the perception of others, teachers and um, schoolmates were so um, painful for me to hear and to handle that I just stopped drawing for years and years and years. And I cut myself to touch this creativity fire I used to have and that since I'm traveling and I'm feeling myself back to myself with my power of action, that I connect again with my creativity and I start again to draw and to do things. Yeah, thank you. And that reminds me, you, you gave us this beautiful self-painted <laughs> goddess painting for our sister circle Pauline joined our sister circle once yes <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad to hear you're reclaiming that again like that creative power and the joy for yourself and and I, I really invite you to to take on this this distinction that that Susanna brought in that sometimes you know to, the discernment of what kind of joy is it actually like is it this joy where it's almost like I'm 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 wanting it to to charge me up and to and it might be at the cost of others like laughing about some someone tripping over or yeah or going into like adrenaline rush so that I can feel this high intense energy and 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 then this other kind of joy which comes from the moment and is can be very subtle. I, I, I'm, I also have that experience and I want to speak a bit more about that. 
but it can also be really, it can also be loud. It can also be like this big wave that sweeps over me and, and, and be, be a loud kind of joy that it's like an overflow of energy. It just yeah, there's this abundance, this feeling of abundance and wanting to give and to give and to give because there's this abundance of joy and aliveness. Do, you, do, do, do any of you know this kind of joy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I want to share that. Yeah. Um, when, when you ask how we experience joy, I, I mean, I, I could even cry now that when, when I remember, I mean, I remember many moments having this total feeling, total ecstasy, just like playing with, with an animal or. Yeah. Yeah. Don't push it away. Yeah. Just seeing the sunlight on a, on a drop of water and the beauty of it. It's so, it's so beautiful. Or just seeing the smile of a, in a, in a face of a person which is so authentic. It's so, I mean, it, it touches me so deeply that I feel so much joy which is totally sometimes totally overwhelming mm -hmm. and it's it's just the pure joy of of life of being alive and it and it what makes me so sad is that this is i mean that this is not normal in our footwear this is not people can react so strange and they are like why are you so intense again it's like this makes me sad that that the intensity of life is being reduced by some stupid categories and some stupid measures which is absolutely a violation of the natural expansion of joy Yeah. ecstasy is not just ecstasy is not just making love to somebody ecstasy is like I don't know waking up and taking a cold shower it's so much pleasure and it's such a great joy to just feel that aliveness and yeah yeah so yeah, reclaim our ecstatic joy is like I'm absolutely in. All right, <laughs> thank you, and thank you for bringing your sadness and and your anger. Thank you. And even if thank they you. Might, yeah. Yeah. Start yeah, that's the revolution of ecstatic joy. Say that again, please. Maybe we should start a revolution for ecstatic joy. Yes. Okay. How does it go? <laughs> <laughs> well, we start where we're at. You know, that's the only place where we can start. So I hear, Ember, that you have experience with ecstatic joy. And I hear that you're sad that others, 
you know, that there's so many people that want to cut that off and put that down and that we live in a world where this is not the normal state of life or the normal state of affairs for lack of a better word. And that you're angry that there's so many stupid people cutting that off. So that, it, that it, yeah. It really reminds me what I've heard so many times. Like usually people tell me that I'm too hypersensitive towards life and towards everything. And I always used to reply, but you are not sensitive enough because this, this, there is so much beauty. There is life is so much, so precious. There's so many details around which can bring that joys. Like Emba said, like it's really, really amazing in some details sometimes. And people just come and they just smash everything down. And to be witness of this creates such a huge contrast between what vibrates within me and the the brutality of being in this world which really closed me so much to joy like it closed the access because if I start to feel this I understood my body understood that someone will put it down that's for sure it's so I'm I'm learning to allow it and the best way for me to, to do that is to make sure I'm surrounded by people who stays in who are looking for the same kind of energy as me. So it's much more about who am I surrounding by than just being in the whole flow and endure everybody's um, brutality somehow violence like ordinary violence yeah thank you and and that's certainly a great uh, way of making it safe for oneself to to experience the joys surrounding yourself with people that that can hold that or that you know that are that don't squash that down and at the same time i want to just bring in this um distinction that when i talk about you know being our sovereign that includes holding our space in the joy, no matter what the others think or say. That's where it becomes really being the queen of your queendom. That's where you can stand in your power. And it's, it doesn't matter whether someone thinks it's childish. It doesn't matter whether someone thinks it's their problem. And there's a lot of healing. I think I imagine there's a lot of healing necessity because, because of our history or her story it's there's you know there's it takes healing to to be able to to stand there and be ecstatic joyful and not let ourselves be pulled down by someone that gets angry at that or squashes that down and in that in that journey it can be as yeah i think that's a great like to surround yourself with people that have that capacity to hold it or that want that like they want to see you in that and also to, to reach out to people and say, hey, I've, you know, when to go into emotional healing processes to heal those old experiences that 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 get triggered or get, you know, we're reminded of when when we're joyful in it and someone looks at us just a certain way. So there's yeah, there's a lot around joy actually. I'm noticing that as I speak. I haven't, I'm not aware that I've gone through. Oh, no, actually, just yesterday, <laughs> I went through an emotional healing process with you, Amber, where, you know, where 
I, I had this old experience in my body somewhere around being so joyful that I sit in this overflowing state. I, I must have said something that wasn't appropriate and I was punished for that in, in some old life. And I just like what's really what was really life in my body was in my system was this experience of if I'm too lively, if I'm too happy, if I'm too alive with my joy as well, then something bad's going to happen. So I better squash it down. So there's, you know, there's some of these experience run in our system, which yeah, most of you are aware that they run in our system and they can be related to joy. We can have emotional healing processes to do around joy and around feeling our joy. So that would be a step to, to steps to take on the way of, of reclaiming that sovereignty of reclaiming that power of ecstasy, the power of ecstasy without drugs. Should should have a, I don't know, a workshop on that or something. And first, let's go through these work exercises here. Yeah, how about you, Anika? What's your experience with joy? Mm. Well, just recently, it's the, when you kind of connect the, with the joy of your children, we're just, they're just hysterically laughing about some something they said, and then you just you just throw yourself in in it, and then you make just it sitting. I? Can you make an I statement out of that? Okay. You? Yeah. When um, when I connect with the joy that my children have about it, can be just anything, just some ridiculous thing they start laughing about. And then the whole family just sits and laughs at the dinner table. And it's just like everybody's so full of joy. Uh, but also, I can also feel joy when, um, for example, when I'm uh, playing music with other people and there's this kind of um, creating together, which is also gives me very much joy. It's like a, a feeling of uh, connectedness or that uh, I'm uh, kind of part of uh, something larger. <laughs> kind of tapping into something kind of uh, universal. So that's, that's really nice. It's like a, a bit of a tingling feeling in the body. Yeah, that's, I love that. And it reminds me of this, this yeah, being connected to something bigger than myself. Like joy is definitely also for me a vessel, like a vessel for that together. And I, like together with being switched on also with the warrior and the, and the lover and the magician, the sorceress, like being so present in the moment that the joy can be there and be held and, and then it's like being in this flow state and connected with everything. Yeah. Thank you. How about you, Vivian? For me also, when I'm playing with my kids or also even another kids, I 
feel a lot of joy and I don't care about nobody else. I don't, I don't care if they are looking at me, if they are judging me or anything like that. I just don't, I'm so full in the moment playing that, um, yeah, I, I, I feel really happy and really joyful to be playing with kids. Um, but it's very different. This feeling of joy and happiness is very different from another kind of joy that I can have, for example. Um, that is not kind of playfulness, but it's more... Um, is a deep breathing state. Um, and I had that feeling yesterday where I was, I was on the tree, up on the tree. And yeah, and the feeling was very beautiful. The feeling was very, oh my, oh, I want to be here with the tree. I want to be here on top. It was so beautiful. And, but it was a different kind of happiness or joyfulness. It was not as a playful when I have with kids. And it's not always. I don't feel that always. That's something as well. So I don't feel joy all the time or 24 hours a day or sometimes it's very hard for me to keep feeling um, and sometimes I also question question myself so oh why am I, why am I not feeling joy now I should be feeling something sometimes I also this also happens to me I'm questioning myself and another thing that sometimes happens when, when I'm very happy or when I'm feeling, showing my intensity with my happiness or my joy that I'm feeling, and I, I, I prejudge somebody else's look, look to me, looking at me, I, I close myself down. I shut down. That's something that happens as well. I shut down straight away. But is my prayer, probably is my prayer judging. Anticipation of yes. judgment. Mm. But if I think they are judging me or if they are looking at me somehow, or da, 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 I boom. Oh, I should not be so doing that. Or I, I mean, maybe I'm too intense or I question myself. I double and I, yeah, I shut down. <clears throat> so different, different experiences happens to me through to feeling joy or happiness and mm -hmm. and all that can be very different. Yeah, thank you for for sharing that. And like what I hear there is <clears throat> that giving the center away to like for approval, anticipating, do I look nice? And that's the that's the prince's strategy again you know that oh i how do i look and do they will they love me enough mm -hmm. that i get from them what i need which is love or something mm -hmm. yeah. 
and it's it's essentially it is an approval game out there like in so many subtle ways i can really recommend to to observe yourselves in how in which ways do you still look for approval from the outside for your own survival for your own appreciation for your own being loved and when you look at that you may notice that it's surprisingly often and and how many other people are doing that it's it's it's, it's an approval game out there and that doesn't have much to do with that doesn't have that has nothing to do really with being in our power yeah and that's just checking her generator power <laughs> the generator power okay i think it's time to to go into an experience I'll just wait for amber to come back So I have a suggestion for, for an experiment. Who's, who's in without knowing Me? what it is? Me too. Pauline, can you say yes or no? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, cool. So I want to invite you to feel your joy right now. And to make it as big as it can be. So you can start by closing your eyes and remembering a situation from today, from yesterday, from the past week where you felt joy. And yeah, to feel that, to allow yourself to feel where in your body do you feel it. And then when you, when you find that anchor point in your body to really allow yourself to, for that, yeah, Exactly, for that to, to bubble up, to come to the surface and to become bigger and to really allow yourself to, to drop into your joy if you, if you wish. Feeling in your body what it feels like and allowing it to be even bigger than that. Yeah, even bigger. And if there's words coming in or thoughts, just push them to the side. Don't engage with them. Keep, keep with, stay with your joy. You could remember something in nature. You could remember a smile of your children. Something that, yeah. That make it bigger, yeah. And when your body starts to shake and your belly starts to laugh, let that happen to let the belly rock you. Yeah, keep keep at it. <laughs> Open your eyes if you wish, but you can leave them closed and just stay with, with yourself for now. Really allowing that to bubble up. Like this is like a yeah, belly shaker. Belly shaker that comes can run through your whole body if you wish. <laughs> yes. 
feeling the energy as it rushes through your system. <laughs> yes. Letting that run through, like feeling where in your body does it stop and then allowing to tune in there and just go with it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and if there's other feelings, you can tend to them later. Leave them to the side. Choose the joy door now. There might be others feeling sitting on top. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can go wild if you like. <laughs> Here is your free ticket to a joyride. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, notice what other feelings come in, you know, like the fear might come in. So push that to the side and keep. Keep this. <laughs> yes. That. still to be which joy still wants to be felt noticing <laughs> what happens <laughs> yeah sending that joy into all cells of your body <laughs> and coming back to zero Feel the, the echo of the joy in your cells, maybe. It's the echo. And this is one of your archetypal resources, that joy. Did you notice? Does anybody want to share something that she noticed? Yeah. 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 For me, it was joy without reason. Try to stay with there, coming from the lower, lowest chakra. Mm -hmm. just started here and then I tried to as you said the anchor point I tried to shift this anchor point and then I realized when I shift my anchor point more downwards in my body the joy is like bubbling up like you said bubbling up and then it came as waves mm -hmm. this is a new experience for me that I have a 
access consciously. Mm. So I, I can move the joy somehow in my body. I didn't know before. It's quite a thing. <laughs> quite a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <Sure>. you. <laughs> sure. So the, the, the point, the anchor point, this was like a, a distinction for me mm -hmm. that land. Where does the joy come from in my body? Mm -hmm. And yeah, and I can move it. Yeah. Cool. Thank okay, you. Cool. And you went quite to a, quite a level of joy. How many percent do you reckon? I don't know. Not so much. Let's say forty to fifty or so. So not ecstatic. Not ecstatic, and yeah, something like that. And my my um, how is it called the. Uh, Zwerchfellfrenis started really moving, yeah. dun, dun, dun. like a trampoline. Trampoline, <laughs> engage the <laughs> trampoline. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Mm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I would like to hear how it was for you, Amber. I can't hear you. Can you come closer? Mm. I, it was too fast for me. Mm. I, I somehow I'm I, I couldn't just make the shift. It 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 I somehow I I mean, I'm, 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 in, I'm in a quite total, I'm actually in a totally liquid state since 24 hours or since, la since la yesterday, since yesterday, I, I, I think it's just too many other things going on in my body. So I, mm. I could, I mean, I could, I, I, I enjoyed just being here. I couldn't make the joy grow because there's too many other things going on now so uh, yeah yeah thank you for for that for being with what's you know, where you want to go or where you can go right now is there anything that you need in this space Well, I don't know if, 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 but I share it anyway now because I, it just popped up, you know, yesterday. Amber, can you get somewhat closer to your mic? It's okay. Really, thank you. I just want to share this now because it was, it's, well, because you ask now, it's at the beginning of the talk, you mentioned the, the white prints. Uh, the, the prince on the white horse mm. and I mean I'm, I really have to say I'm really liquid I mean I'm almost vaporizing and so so anyway but 
yesterday I I went I went to, for a walk and I always go to one of the places in the woods where I have some time for a moment and and I'm I'm sitting there being really liquid and all of Mm -hmm. Don't push it away. Yeah. All of a sudden, it came back again, this image. Me sitting on a white horse and being totally wild. And I feel so connected to horses and to wild, to white horses and I don't know, I don't know why I'm sharing this now, but it's something is there that, how, how could that ever fit in any category? How could such a wild nature force ever be categorized? Mm. So, yeah. I don't know, this is, somehow mm. this is getting wild here. Mm -hmm. I don't know. This is where I am at now. It's just all a bit confusing this morning. Mm. Yeah, I encourage you to really stay in your liquid state and not try to make sense of it. Yes. No. So be here with your liquidity. Thank you. And being your sovereign is, is honoring where you're at. It's not, you know, it's going as far as you want to go or or not going you don't have to do anything in this space to please me or i don't expect any outcome yes. Thank you. and i hear that that like that there's this realization or remembering in you of of the the this wild wild wildness in you the woman or the person on this horse, on the white horse, that wildness that doesn't fit into any category. It, yes, and you know, it's it it it. I, I mean, it it touched me because you you mentioned at the beginning hmm. the prince on the on on the white horse, and I feel like, my God, what? Why a prince? I am the white horse. So. <laughs> You are the oh, white horse. This is like really getting, I don't know, this is like really way beyond the edge. And it's like yeah. there is no prince anymore there. There seems to be just horses there. <laughs> I feel joy at hearing that. Yes, it's just horses. Yeah. Yeah. What if the story of the prince on the white horse was not a lie in that there's no like there's no prince on the white horse, but the lie was that we're actually the horse. <laughs> yes. You are the horse that you're waiting for. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, thank you for bringing that into the space. Because that's like, that's essentially, you know, being sovereign doesn't only include joy. It's just a very as important aspect that I realized is, it's often cut off and, and, and in this body of work as well, we dive into the sadness and the anger into the fear and the joy comes as a bonus sometime along the way. And yeah, and it's so important. It's so important to, to create something different or to be the wildness, you know, to acknowledge the wildness has that life force of joy in it as well. And all the others, that's like, that's really the wildness that you described for me as the sovereign power. Of course, a horse has a wild sovereignty, like a wild horse, especially like, but a horse has this, any animal, you can look at animals and you see that instantly. And you see that in people. Yeah. So thank you for being on the ride wherever it will lead or not even being on the ride for being the horses <laughs> in whichever shape and form and color and speed you want to go. So, yeah, I just uh, yeah. want to say, um, thank you, Emba, for this um, image with the horse. As I, I realized somehow to it as um, um, yeah, the horses—they are amazing animals that men, with a big M, like tried to harness. Is it correct word? Like mm -hmm. try to. Uh, make it obey somehow to create kind of a friendship which is which can be mainly um, in one side like for the pleasure of the man one so being able to realize that actually this there there is some horses which can't be um, dominated and it's within side of us within us it's good to remember that. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see what's next. Or is there something from you that anything else from, from you or otherwise I'll I'll take the next step into not knowing. Okay. Yeah, so the sovereignty. And let's let's stay with a horse for now. Like what what I get the image and what I'd already just mentioned is this and, and Pauline, what you said fits in with that. It's like a, a classical modern modern culture monarch would be the, the guy on the horse because the horse would be the subject of the man or the monarch. So they're sitting on top and they're steering it and they're, they've trained it and they feed it, but they also have control, it's being in control. 
Yeah, and, and the sovereignty that I'm talking about, that we're talking about here is that we're not even sitting on the horse, we are the horse. We are this power of nature, the wildness. And that's what I mean with being in our sovereign power, with all the sensitivity that comes with it, with all the, yeah, the wildness that is the wanting to move the body, the wanting to, to go where we want to go, the, the roaming freely, the, the sense for freedom, the connection to everything that is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, let that let that let that be there. And and I I I got this message from a Maori elder just a couple of days ago as well where we had this really brief encounter and what he and he said yeah and I said to him yes we all we just need to connect with ourselves and he looks me straight into the eyes and he says no we don't have to connect with ourselves we already are connected with ourselves we just need to remember and that really landed in me it's like yeah remembering our sovereign power remembering the wildness yes Emma don't make don't push it away let it be here yeah Okay, let's go into into breakout sessions and I want I want to take some space to yeah to share like we will go in pairs and then make space that one person will will center herself ground herself make an energetic bubble and then speak from not knowing so what I need to remember is what I need to remember about myself is and you share without knowing what it is, like which sovereign power is, what, what is it about yourself that you need to remember, that you want to remember? So giving yourself these answers. And that's gonna go for four minutes and then we'll swap. And the other one will go and then we'll meet again in this. Are there any questions? Um, sorry, Julia, I didn't understand very well yeah. what you're yeah. expecting from uh, okay, so yeah, you might not be familiar with the tools that I mentioned. So you, you, you center yourself, meaning you, you put your energetic center on top of your physical centers. You, with your intention, you make sure we can do that together now. So just put your feet on the ground, like wherever you are in, in, in your room or in your van, Pauline. Yep. And then you, yes. you, you will have your energetic some, center somewhere and your energetic center usually goes where your attention goes. So if you're thinking about something, it will be in your head. If you're thinking about the future, it's in the future. So you, you, you find that, where is your energetic center? And you pull that down into your, into your physical center, which is just below your belly button in, in, your, in your belly, inside your belly. So that's your physical center. And you want your energetic center to lie on top of that, to be right there so that you can really be present in the moment. Okay. okay. And then you have this capacity to declare what is. 
and you can you can enhance it by clicking with your fingers and with that you click with your fingers and you declare a grounding chord that goes from your center down into the center of the earth so i'll do that together and through that grounding chord we are connected because if we're all connecting to the earth we're connected with each other energetically right now and feel the feel really how that that grounding gives you some weight and to, to really be in your in your body and be really connected with this earth just through the weight of your body really sinking into that And then you can click again. You can declare you declare an energetic bubble around you. This is your space. So just around your physical body. And make sure it goes especially around your head and the back of your neck and your, your back. Also your feet. This is your energetic space. So no one else has anything to do in that. And it's your responsibility to make it as big or as small as, as necessary in the moment. Now that you all have a bit of space around you, you can make it a bit bigger. Just make sure it's in your own, filled with your own energy. And that is the place from which I want you to speak now. And the other person that's listening, I want you to listen from that space. So the person listening, don't speak, simply make a space so that the information can go through you into, into the universe into this space of listening. And I'll I'll assign some, yeah, and you can yeah, stay in that. So put some awareness on, on that. Keep some awareness, splitting your attention. Keep some awareness on your on your on your center, on your grounding cord, on your energetic bubble. And from that place, you'll go into, into a breakout room in twos. One person shares, what I need to remember about myself is, and then you speak without knowing what comes out. Or what I need to remember about my power is. Yeah, what I need to remember about my power is. Okay, any other questions? Okay, then have fun. Vivian, I'll join you in room three. Okay. Oh wait, I'll do that a bit different. I'll move Pauline to Vivian. And Amber, can you just stay in the main, main room with me? Okay, all right, have fun. So I don't, I don't change. Yes, you don't change, you just stay here. Okay, and I'll just put a... And I'll just write something into the chat.
do you want to start or is there anything else that you need right now? Can I start with being the listener? Yeah, you can. Okay. What I need to remember about my Okendorf Deutschmann. I know I'm recording. What I need to remember. And what I need to remember about my power right now is that that it is that it is always there and it has always been there. What I need to remember about my power is. that I don't even have to do anything to push it or anything like that because it's already here. And that to remember that it's not connected to other people. So it's that it's it's really a uh, it's my life force and it's it's coming now as my sadness. What I need to remember about my power is that my sadness is powerful. Because because this is my connection to the world and to myself. What I need to remember about my power is that it is something about it is unseen. It's not about seeing or being seen with power. It's, it's it comes back to it's there and it's it doesn't matter whether, whether other people see it or not that other people acknowledge it or not, that it's, it is, it is mine to harness, it is mine to express, it is mine to feel. I feel fear in my, yeah, fear and anger in my jaws. What I need to remember about my power is my power to speak and to express myself freely. Without, without regards of all the buts and ifs that will come back. That's where I hold my power back.
Thank you. I'm going to write into the breakout rooms change. Thank you for listening. to put another no, I just want to put so otherwise it's so violent okay please start What I, what I need to remember about my power. Yeah, don't hold it back. What I remember about, what I, what I remember about my power is that, that nature is in me, that I am nature that I am life force. That there's the, there's the, this part in me that, that cannot be dominated and that never will be dominated. There's this part in me that wants to run that wants to dance, that is dancing, that is running, that is pure instinct, pure life force, pure intuition. I remember, I remember being the power of connection. I remember being the power of seeing. I remember being the power of sensing the world. I remember being a power for taking a stand of being the world and being myself at the same time. I remember being the power of just being channel all the time and letting life run through me. I remember being the power of letting connection, of connecting, of networking with humans and beings and nature and futures and pasts. I remember being the power of 
being prepared of sensing what is coming. being formless and being formed for a second and change again. I remember being the power of eternal renovation of always changing of that thin line of breathing in and out. Thank you. Thank you. Stay there for a moment, please. back so we have 60 seconds to come back I want to say thank you for remembering Welcome back, Vivian. Thank you. Welcome back. Wahine, that's the word for women in Maori, and I find it very appropriate for some reason. Thank you for remembering. What's that? It is a beautiful word. Yeah, I need, I need to look into the aspects of it. And thank you all for remembering. Thank you all for remembering your power. And this space, if any of you wants to share something that you remembered or you, you found out you need to remember that you didn't know about before, like something that surprised you, something that touched you, I'd love to hear about that or bring that into the space. For, for me, it was about um, con connecting <clears throat> connecting to the 
to the to the universe in a way. I mean, to uh, I I could feel that I have been uh, kind of shutting away the energies. But now I I remembered and I felt like there was like a flow flow energy energy like through coming here through my back and out through my chest and just being being <laughs> being connected and being a, being a being and, and not having or <laughs> to to kind of push away all the stories I have about that I'm a I'm different and I'm alone and like there's some kind of wall between me and the rest of the world and to kind of break that break that wall or no not even break that wall but just to vanish it just by saying that there is there isn't any wall mm. just kind of to see that there wasn't really any wall. It was just, uh, it was just a kind of mirage mm. that I thought was a wall. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. And I want to, I was in the breakout room with Mika that her shape changed that your shape changed Annika you, your face changed totally into something really bright and uh, shining thank you Yeah, thank you for the observation and sharing that, which is also part of keeping it alive and remembering, being witnessed and receiving the feedback of the witness. So yeah, welcome also sharing what you witnessed, if, if there's anything. Anything else, any other treasures you found, found that you want to share in celebration or in yeah, because you're touched or because you wanted to be remembered by others as well. I want to tell you, Anika, that what you just shared totally resonated with me. And seems to be a mystery of, I, I mean, it, I don't know if this is just for the queens I, or also for the kings, but let's say now it's at least for the queens that there is this, that there is this thing of formless, formlessness and taking a stand for formlessness. Mm. 
and it's so I feel for me that this is the power of being the queen of not having to define these this wild forces or these big forces and yet allowing them and serving with them and allowing them and taking a stand and not having to fix it or to stop it or to categorize them. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I would like to pick up this piece of formlessness <clears throat> Amber just mentioned, because for me the experience was very strong how I have this form, this kind of shape of memories or experiences, and these are not really true. There's I, the place I come from is different. It's much bigger than this form I'm in. The, the place which I come from or which I remember is much bigger and more abundance it's you kind of compare its abundance and light and and then it's reduced to this form and i can change this form yeah thank you mm. thank you Abundance and formlessness. Vivian, you looked very moved when you came out of the space. You looked like something touched you. Would you share with us whether my observation is correct and what it was? Yes. Um, I felt really connected my body um, was feeling a lot of it's kind of um, something was running in my body running running and was I was feeling a lot a lot and as I was speaking through I was speaking through images that was coming to to me um so i i was in the middle i was connected with this cord coming from me to the mother earth but also me to the uh, sky to the higher so i'm connected to myself in a higher space where i'm come come from that i have three um is i am three i am three 
So this, my body here is heavy. So I was feeling like heavy here on earth, but the other two much lighter, different informations in each of them, different technologies, different um, information in each one of them. But I need to remember that I need to walk here with these three connected. This tree is bigger. This tree have a lot of love and have a lot of um, different things that connects and makes me one. Um, and then I can, I need to remember every day, every day that I'm this tree connected and I can walk and again, again, I can go through, I can decide, I can walk. Yeah, but I felt, I felt really strong in my, in my body and in my cells. Um, so it was really powerful, it was very intense. I felt really intense, all that. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. And it's like so beautiful to, to hear what becomes possible when you feel yourself, it becomes possible that you become a walking tree. Like who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. Pauline, do you want to share anything? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, well, mm -hmm. I was not... I was not familiar with this exercise, so I really learned a lot from Vivian when she did it. Like I could, I could, um, yeah, understand a bit more um, the direction of this exercise because uh, the only thing I've been able to connect to uh, was somehow. Um, that what gives me the power in my day-to-day -day life somehow is connected to uh, painful um, feelings. Mm. And um, but it's how to turn it into good and uh, acknowledging that um, by feeling this painful feelings i i actually have the power to yeah um what i was experiencing is more my empathy for the world and things which happens around me and it's sorry it's a bit messy in my head i um it's a bit hard to <laughs> thank you and that's great <laughs> it's great if it's messy that's great that's, that's that that tells me you're getting to something important valuable because mm. these yeah, things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm things don't make sense in our head they're not designed to make sense in our head 
so I'm aware you don't have this distinction about feelings so much. So I'm, I'm glad you could explore some of it. And when you say you feel empathy, I suspect that you felt like a kind of sadness, that that would be the quality of the sadness to feel connected, to feel empathy. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, sadness and um, anger also. Mm -hmm. And um, I was talking especially about um, animals and all the innocent beings that um, people just use and abuse. And uh, I can see that, I can feel it. I can feel how uh, such a strong impact it has uh, in me, in my soul, in my body, how much energy it drains all the time. Um, or in my country, in France, we are talking a lot now about uh, street harassment and that's good, uh, it's getting up, like people are aware of this, but in my day-to-day -day life, I somehow feel uh, harassed by violence and brutality and cruelty, mm -hmm. and people don't realize how that, how it can be violent for me. Um, can you say more about how you feel harassed? Um, just a, yeah. yeah, a simple, a simple example. I was, I was driving a few weeks ago, and on the side of the road, so in New Zealand, I was driving on the side of the road. There was a horse. We were talking about white horse. It was a black horse, and he was tied uh, to a pole, and he was like maybe one or two meters from the main road. And I was, whoa, this is doesn't look right and this horse obviously looks very nervous he was walking backward and forward and he his head was moving everywhere he was definitely not still and quiet so I went I returned I parked and I observed and there was actually a bucket of water so he was tied here on purpose and I felt what the what is this how this is possible so I contact, there was just an advertisement on the top and I, I, I said, hey, I was just driving by and I saw your sign and is it normal there is a horse tied just here next to the road? He said, oh, no, I'm not aware about this. Must be a farmer, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he contacted me back saying that he contacted the farmer. And this is totally normal. It's to get off the grass. Mm. And yeah. I said, so basically, you will put these animals for days to cut this grass, knowing that it gives that animal a lot of pain to be alone under that heat with no shadow. Uh, while you could have taken your whippersnipper and do this in 15 minutes. Mm. The, is this word normal? Is it normal? And he felt no worries, it is okay. And I, and that's this kind of gap. This kind, I feel I will never fill up this gap between mentalities and lack of uh, empathy and connectedness, I would say, connectivity. Oh, sorry for my English. Mm. So this kind of details are everywhere, mm. everywhere around me. 
it can be just a word how people are talking to each other how just i don't know mm. and and it's it's again and again it's again and again and i have to protect myself to not be surrounded by people who I have to be surrounded by people who are aware of these kind of things. So I can I can enjoy my energy instead of always trying to protect it and to fill it up again. Mm-hmm. But I what I was saying to Vivian is that I I know that I am not an animal. I have my voice. I have mm-hmm. my voice. And I can say no. I can say, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be there. I don't want, I want this. I don't want that. And I have to remember that in, to make honor of all those beings who doesn't have any voice. Mm. And I, I felt like I, I've been somehow mutic for mm. a while in my life that I didn't allow myself to speak up to say, to, to share, to, to explain. And, and now I am living a shifting in my life that I authorize myself just in, in, to honor all those animals and all those humans as well, because it's not only animals. So many humans in, in the planet doesn't have much choice but to endure a horrible life condition. So I have I have this power and this this painfulness I feel from life from what happened around me rem- reminds me instead of drawing me totally down I have to remember that okay I will fight forever to keep in that stage of power and I will do my best to be able to speak up for those innocent so that's somehow where I went in this little exercise. <laughs> yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, so I hear you do you do tap into your anger to say yes and no, and to and you feel you feel the pain. So I would really encourage you to find ways to to yeah to be in your power there to stay in your power and not yeah feel some fear on at some point where you said something around you need to surround yourself only with people that honor that yes and you know feeling the pain is actually really valuable because only when we feel it we can change it and what you're angry this the saying by clinton callahan or what he said is what you what you're angry about is what you care about so you can really, I just want to remind you, yes, you can use this anger to, to really stand up for, for these beings that you care about so much. And we have a few rage clubs going this month, which can help you strengthen that capacity in yourself. So I just want to mention that. Okay, thank you, Julia. Thank you very much. Because okay. I, I just... Yeah. Yeah, I, I would just wanted to say it's what I feel. It's not just for the the animal in itself. It's not just for the individual. It's that feeling that someone can think this is okay 
to do this to an animal, to do this to a child, to do this to a woman, to do this to a patient, to do this to anyone. Just this thought that some people think it's okay. This, yeah, so it's very like kind of universal. It can apply in so many, so many ways. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and what I hear there is that you care about this planet and about living beings on this planet. And and I want if it's okay, can I share what you, you said? What you one thing you said, Amber, is about nature. Can I share that? So I heard you say, Amber, Amber shared that to remember that she is nature, and I know that from myself as well. That I got to that point of yes, I am nature as well. So if we're all nature, whatever happens to animals, whatever happens to to us human beings, it's all connected. Like it's not separate. So you care about nature, Pauline, that's what I hear. And yeah, I'll leave it at that for now. Thank you, Julia. Thank you. We've got 17 minutes left and I'd like to, yeah, there's two things I would still like to do or to offer you. Are you still up for an experience? Yeah. Cool. Yes. Okay, so then let's do first a little um, reclaiming our sovereignty walk. So for this exercise, I hope you have a bit of space to stand up and walk. You don't have to be in front of the camera. Um, we'll do it for about two minutes. For you as a reference, Pauline, just come back after two minutes. Okay. So what we do is we stand up and standing up, Again, grounding ourselves, centering, really making this conscious intention of being, having our energetic center in our belly, in our, on top of our physical center, feeling the connection to earth, to Papatua Nuku, to Gaia through this grounding cord that you just remember to click it again if it's gone and click your energetic bubble around yourself. And then I want you, I invite you to, to switch on like a little bit of your anger energy, even if you don't know how it goes, Pauline, just do it anyway. So you, you, you switch that on just in terms of you can make a fist and just activate your, your anger energy in your body a little bit. And when you've got that, you switch you switch the, the fear to run into that system, like separate from the anger, but it runs into your body as well, held by the bones, into your nervous system. It's feeling the fear, the low intensity of fear without knowing how it goes, just in, with your intention to hold that. And then you, you switch on your sadness, a little bit of sadness to, to come into your muscles to soften your body and it's held, it's separate from the fear and, this, and the anger. And then you switch on a little bit of joy to run through your cells and all cells of your body, feeling that energy of joy. And with that, I invite you to, to walk around your space and you look at it as the queen, you walk like a queen and every thing around you that you encounter look at it from this place of i own this 
and it owns me. It's like, it's an honor to own something. It comes with responsibility. And when you see a plant, you can really connect with that plant from that place of I'm a sovereign, you're a sovereign. So it's not about power over, but it's this, this is my land. So just walk around for a minute or one and a half minutes, maximum two minutes, I'll call you back. And I'd like you to make a screenshot like in your body memory of what it's like when you walk like a queen. You may have done it before, but like really remembering what it's like when you like you own this world. And when I say that, I don't mean I said that before, but I don't mean in the classical sense of the world, in this world, in the sense that we've learned the word owning something. But for me, it's really, it's reciprocal. It's like whether it comes this responsibility and this honor of being part of the whole. And this, like when I own the land, like I don't own this house, but I can still own it. Or I don't own the land. Like when I walk to the river, I don't own the forest, but I can still own it. I can still walk through it as the sovereign and, and, and feel the joy of, of being the queen of such a beautiful land and being owned by it at the same time. So that's something that you can take home with you as well is to really consciously work, walk, especially in nature with that sense of sovereignty of I'm the queen of, and this is my land, not from a place of power over, but from this place of connection and, and joy of being part of it. Right, and then is there is there anything pressing to share about that? Otherwise, I'd like to continue into one more exercise in a breakout room. Okay, then, okay, then we'll go into a breakout room, and that will be two minutes each person. So one goes first. Again, and from that reference of being the sovereign. Yeah, I want you, I, wa I invite you to celebrate yourself. So we did that in a Rage Club spaceholder training recently. So some of you are familiar with that. Like, uh, like allow yourself to brag about yourself, to tell legends about your, what you can do and what, you're, what you've done or like really celebrate yourself and brag or Pull, like open your, your, you know, as a queen, you have this big treasure chest and you can open it up and you take out all these jewels and you look at them and you let them run, like, take the gold and let it run through your fingers and share it with your, with the other person. It'll be two and a half minutes each. Any questions? Then... Okay, I'll assign the rooms I'll, and I'll, um, Vivian, will you stay in the main room with me, please? Okay, cool. And I'll open the rooms and have fun.
Do you want to start, Vivian? Yes. Okay, go. <laughs> All right. Oh, I have my treasure box and I'm going to open it. It's a lot of shining things, golden color. Um, so what is about me that is in this box is a lot of courage. A lot of strength, a lot of power, a lot of love, a lot of care. A lot of dreams, a lot of connection. A lot of questions and adventures that I want to go through. Um, a lot of happiness and joyfulness. A lot of people, a lot of friends, a lot of connections with others. What is it that you Ruth. do? What is it that you do really well, Vivian? What is what is that I do really well? Yeah. So what you are really well, like what is it? I think it's a courage. Courage. What yeah. else? Like, give me examples. When were you really courageous? Give me examples. I can die so many times in this life and oh. be reborn. And I have courage to do that. In one life, I can die and I can have a rebirth and I can come alive again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I feel it. Yeah, it's a lot of courage to do that. Courage to change, courage to, to try, to, to do different. Thank you. I'm just going to write to the others to change. Yes. Do you want Thank to brag you. some more? I think I feel there's much more if you allow yourself to drop in. Do you want to brag some more? Yeah, but then you, you, your turn. Okay. Yeah. I think we'll need to do that in the possibility team as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I can, I am, I've learned, I'm slowly learning to wave those, um, to, to ride the wave of the not knowing and to go with a space, like to follow, to see where the space needs to go or to, to like, none of the experiments today I had planned. So I went there from what was here. And so my capacity to be with what is, I, I celebrate that. And I, yeah, and I, I, I also like my commitment to, to, to look at the next layer and look at the next layer and the next layer, like really, diving deep into this exploration of where is, where is my power? Where is it? And what's the next layer of like, like it's like taking off the, the earth, the, the dust that's on top of it and taking off layers of dust so that it can really shine or polishing the gold or something like that. Remembering and 
and the courage also to to go to scary places and to yeah to reinvent myself as well like from being a lawyer to being me <laughs> who I am now um yeah and I celebrate I celebrate little things I celebrate I celebrate like when I when I really look after myself and I go into um I go into like this morning I saw the sunshine and then I just allowed myself to go for a swim instead of doing other things so allowing myself to nourish my my being through walks in nature to, through going for a swim through being creative with pottery so I celebrate that capacity of myself to allow myself these being spaces thank you I'm gonna call the others back thank you So I want to say I hear and see and feel that you're also an amazing mother. Yes. I want to make sure that doesn't end up under the carpet, that that <laughs> goes into the treasure box. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Julia. I'm so grateful to have you in my life and being part of my journey and meeting you and all that. Oh, I'm so grateful. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, thank you for being on this journey, sharing it. Welcome back, Queens. Oh. Yeah, I will turn off my video. <laughs> okay. Okay, so our journey together into the queendom of six sovereign women comes to an end. Thank you for traveling with us all together, journeying, riding, being the horse, looking at the horse, feeling it from the inside. And, and exploring together. Really appreciate that you were here and that you allowed yourself to explore. So yeah, where to from here? We'll see. This could be a beginning for each one of us to explore more of that. And yeah, I, I get the sense that it's so valuable really to go into Rage Club. And <clears throat> yeah, so any of you who's has not been in one, go. Anyone who hasn't held one, go. And I'm telling that to myself. Too. So, and, go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. I'll publish this um, somewhere, I think on my, on my page. So you'll be able to, to revisit as often as you like. Thank you, Yulia, for inviting to this space. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. It's kind of a special 
waking up morning meditation on our part of the world. Yeah, yeah. You can do that. Stepping out of bed, stepping into your queen suit or something. Make that a practice. Okay, I'll see you soon. Thank you. See you soon. Please thank share you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll hang around for a couple of minutes if anybody has something to ask or speak about. Stop the recording.